This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Tzfarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Okay, good afternoon, good evening. Um, we're holding over here in the uh, Chazal, um, the Lamed uh, Vorman Bays, where we last time that we did about Yosef Sadik, where he was going to be Mezana, where he was he was coming to be Mezana, and he sought Mustiokno of Avid Bachalain, and he desisted, and his father's Taina had been, um, do you want to be, uh, do you want to be crossed off, erased from the, the Abne Ephoid, and uh, then uh, and, and be called a Rezonis and so on. So let's look at the morale over here. <clears throat> so he explains what the Kesher is, or what's the uh, connection. Someone who goes after Znus is a Chomriistic person. Now, wherever you have a gather of erva, that's where you find kedusha. So the moral explains briefly the. Um, what what one you know what's the cash one with the other? It seems to be kind of intuitive. Not uh, doesn't not a big. It's quite partial lechura. I, I would like a little bit to explain one or two points over here um, that we tend to overlook because it, it seems to be so obvious. Um, the first point is when we ask ourselves what is the detriment of Arias. In other words, um, today in modern, uh, I guess, Western culture, we tend to, this, to, when we speak of bad, the only thing that's bad is something that hurts somebody, is somebody, it's something that's painful to someone. That's how we would describe something bad. Um, anything else, Okay, you know, some people like this, some like this, so what? You know, that's sort of the, the um, we, we tend to grow with a bit of indifference for all these other inyanim. Um, what, is, what is the shortcoming if a person indulges in a rise in a, in a way that nobody's heard or whatever? <clears throat> so the answer is a, a, a person's, if I to ask myself, what is this person? What is a person? The answer would be wherever his center of pleasure is. That's what a person is. So if somebody is described as a musician, it's not somebody who happens to play on a lot of bands because he needs to make Parnassa. It's somebody that his profound enjoyment, what, what makes life worth living for, is music that he plays. And saying it's true with art and saying it's true with many other things. When, when I want to describe a person, since the core of a person is his pleasure, his sense of pleasure, then that describes the person. 
So if I ask myself, what is this person's, um, who is this person? Then the answer will be, tell me what is his core pleasure. Now, um, there can be different types of pleasure. So for instance, a, a, a person, one, a person, some people can enjoy music, some people art, some people designing and building things and, and other things. But the, but there, besides different directions for pleasure, there are also different layers of pleasure. And so let's say somebody comes along and tells you that what, what he lives for is hot dogs and buns, and that's, that's life for him. Now, the other person lives for great musical compositions. We will somehow instinctively feel one is more noble than the other. And why? I mean, mine have Kamina. Everyone, what he enjoys. This one enjoys his hot dogs and buns with a lot of mustard and sauerkraut. And this one enjoys Beethoven. So the, so the answer is we do also have a sense of strata. There are base strata of a person's person. So that's the most physical part of a person. There are a more refined, still more refined, still more refined. So let's just take three layers. We have the, the, the person who enjoys physical things. He loves eating and gorging on stuff and so on. The second person enjoys things that are beautiful, music, art, and so on. And a third person enjoys things that are noble, a helping someone out in a time of need, um, educating people, and so on. I'm, I'm leaving religion out of this. We do understand that there's, there's a progression here. So the person, let's say a person has enough money that doesn't need to, to he's not taking anybody else's money, he has a big Yerusha, and he's a glutton. He spends it all day on eating in different places. Um, he's not hurting anybody. He's probably giving a lot of people parnasa between the different restaurants that he visits, the doctors possibly that he has to go to for the different uh, ailments, so this person is 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 being refined as many other people. We look at it the, the person as being low because tachlis, um, there is the, it's it, it, it's it's the lowest part of his person is his goof. A step higher, and it's very interesting. A person who speaks about this quite a bit of Shamshul Fal Hirsch um, in 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 Hanukkah uh, is, is essays when he's in Magda Shana, he has essays around the year. And he speaks about shame, cham, and yafis. And basically, that's how he lays it out. Cham are the people of, of, of physical things, of guf. And this is even with, this is even without going to anything that is, um, it, 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 it's even without engaging in anything that is bad. It just cham is balay guf. Um, yafis is into what we would call the, 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 the beautiful arts, and those are things that are certainly a big step above um, the person who's a glutton. It's a person who has a very fine sense in, uh, of music or art. It's definitely higher, much higher up the, the ladder. That is the world of Yefes. But 
the world of shame is the world of nobility, the world of doing what's right, what's good, emes, chesed, um, and, and things of that nature. So if a person is, is very, very stuck into very powerful physical drives, he does not have that in terms of ruchnistika drives. It, it's, it's not what makes his day go round. It's not what he lives for. It's not what feeds his inner sense of existence. And that's why all types of, of uh, arias, since arias are a very, very powerful pleasure and very physical pleasure, they therefore, um, they therefore trap a person into the lowest anger. So that's why somebody who is shayach to znus is not shayach to the world of Kedusha. That's point number one. <clears throat> and and it's, it's not big chiddush, but just explaining what it is. There's a second point that the Maral touches on a Rashi, which I think is worth noting and explaining. <clears throat> Rashi says, Kol mokom timtza geder erva, shom timtza kedusha. And, and that's Rashi of Kedushim. Wherever you find a gather of Arias, there you find Kedusha, which he means to say that Arias is uh, in, in opposition to Kedusha. Sorry, I, I want to explain this term, Kedusha. The, the, the word Kadosh is really a strange term because it usually denotes a negative. When I say about a Kadosh Prabhu, at a Kadosh, what I mean to say is Akadosh Baruch Hu is beyond. Um, he is he is beyond our world and feasts and so on. The, the natural flow of the of the uh, bracha is the brachas are we speak not to gibber by Akadosh Baruch being mighty and strong and powerful etc. And then in in Atakadosh. What we mean to say is, even though I describe the Karachu as, as all-powerful within the context of the physical world, Akash Prabhu is really beyond that. And that's what I say, your Kadosh, your name is Kadosh, and even the Malachim are Kadosh, they are, you know, they call you Kadosh. Um, Kadosh, Kadosh, Kadosh is, you are three steps removed from our world, our perception, and so on. So Kadusha usually implies a, a, um, what's not there. It implies a non-physicality. And the reason for that is because I can't, as long as we're physical, it's hard for us to understand Kedusha as tangible. When I'm trying to describe to a person um, the beauty of, of a Torah life, and this person is just lives an indulgent life, there's no way I can explain it to him. I can explain to him why this cheese of wine might be better than this cheese of wine, but I can't explain why no cheese of wine would be better than, than cheese of wine. It, it, I, I can't explain that. The only thing I can say is, if you ever want to get beyond where you are, then draw away from it, and you'll discover another world. So long as your world is physical, you're not going to be able to discover another world. Draw away from it, and then you'll discover it. So Kedusha, on the one hand, is kind of a negative thing. It, it, it's, it talks more about what not. And I guess if I were to give some parallel to it is, it's just like when we speak of Hashem as Ein Sof, as not finite. 
we can't we can't describe a Kaddish Baruch Hu in in straight descriptions um, because we don't have any of those descriptions. What we can say is when you think of Hashem, don't think of a body, don't think of limits, don't don't don't, and then we may like get a sense of something beyond. That's so that's why it's a get the commotion, it's a get the erva as you pull away from Arias and and distances off from it, you will move forward into the world of Kedusha. That's one point. The next morale, um, it's on the same Chazal. It says, that when he had this Nisoyen, he saw his father's image. The reason was because Yosef was attached to his father. Shenema Ela told us Yaakov Yosef. now it also says about Yaakov Sktusha of Le Ro Tipa Serkal Yama, Shnema Ruven Bukhari at Kaikhovishomi, the Yosivai Ikatol Syakov, Kirsivel Tosak Yosef, or Kachnilo Dmusyuknashovi. So the Maral is explaining what exactly is this Mustyuknashalavi. So um he explains Yosef in terms of Yaakov's um most prominent son. But I, I want to add another piece, another knage to it. The um, we asked last week, like, doesn't it mean Yosef sort of, um, I don't want to say failed the test, but he needed an assist, in as Yosef himself was 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 going to fall through, and he got an assist from Yaakov. Yaakov appeared to him and so on. So I don't remember who says this, but it, it, it's very powerful for it. You know, you meet sometimes uh, people who've. You know, I grew up. I grew up uh, in a place where you had a lot of immigrants from the old, the old country, with varying degrees of um, uh, varying degrees of uh, you know following along. Many, most people certainly were very different than their parents were in the old country and so on. But there were there were there were there was a, a big division as follows. There were those who saw their parents as being fossils, something they wished they could just dump and get rid of. Um, and any memories that they had of what was, was at best kind of fiddle on the roof. Um, and at worst, much worse than fiddle on the roof. Um, a kind of, you know, old, irrelevant, mean, bad, however you want to call it, um, people. There were those who had positive memories. Positive in the sense, it's something they look up to, but they've drifted far and they moved on. But there's a big, but there was a big difference. In other words, one of them cut themselves off. One of them maybe wasn't strong enough, but you know, but but he, he saw himself as being a continuation of it. So yes, it didn't always work exactly anticipated, but Bechalayfin, that's what he saw. Yaakov, Yosef seeing Yaakov in the window 
so when you look at the Gemara Pshuta, it's Ke'ilu Yaakov Avinu came, you know, he, he went up as a, I don't know, in a prophetic uh, message and came down to him and, and told him, uh, you know, Yosef, listen, don't do it. I, I don't remember who says it, but someone says it. It's the other way around. In Yosef's mind, the first thing that came was Yaakov. In other words, Yosef carried Yaakov with him. So, so if even in a situation like this, when Yisimah trying cut off from him, it, it, it being pulled by such an Avera, and Yaakov appears to him, that means that he is still kosher to Yaakov. It wasn't an act of Yaakov. It was an act of Yosef that, con- that his father's voice still haunted him. Um, so, so, so that is—I I don't know who said, but I think it's—it's—it's a—it's a big emiss. So it's a godless of Yosef, and the Maral explains that the mid of kedusha was especially prominent by Yaakov, um, as opposed to the other others. So I, I want to explain a little bit why that is. Yaakov is called Kadosh, and. It has to do with the with the different situation of the others. Um, the morale explains in many places that all all of the all of the good middles that there might be in the world, if the, if they're if they're not controlled by the das and by the seichel, have a tendency to go off to stray off the the the, 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 the straight path. Uh, a person who was, who was kind in a place where he needed to have been more strong, a person who's strict in a place where he needed to have been more kind, all, all of the middles that are positive, but when, when it goes to the extreme, it becomes, um, it becomes bad. The Ralph says this innumerable amount of times. He says every katser. It goes is 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 ends in, in misa and so on. Uh, I, I want to explain a point about that. It means that if if your aim is to go to a certain goal to a certain destination, then every if you follow a road. So let's let's say let's say a person if a person is taking an aimless drive. So you can keep driving around the road and you will have an aimless drive. That, yeah, that's, that's easy to have. But if a person wants to go someplace, he can't just follow the road. He needs to say to himself, how long do I have to take this road? And when do I need to change the next road? And so on. So if a person interacts, let's say, with Talmidim, and he's naturally a very easygoing, friendly person. So there'll be a lot of that. But at some point, this, this is not going to go well. It's not the right thing. It's not what a Talmud needs. If a person is a very strict and tough personality and that's what Talmudim, it will be helpful in, in, in some cases. And in other cases, it won't be helpful because it's not what the Talmud needs. And, and the, the, the problem with both of those Hanhagas is that he's not looking at his destination. He's asking himself, which is the quickest road? Which is the cheapest road? Which is the most scenic route, but but you've got to get to New York. So so, so the, the first question is which routes get you to New York, and then you could d- discuss w- which ones you prefer. 
in, in Avodah Hashem, anything, anytime the emphasis is on a particular approach as opposed to destination, we have a problem. So Avram and Yitzhak, both of them were paradigms of a certain media. And, and certainly they were perfect. It, 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 we're not finding fault with them as people per se. But Avram's Mahalach of Chesed carries in itself pitfalls if taken to the extreme. It's not the road that takes you to the destination. And Yaakov, which is uh, Yitzchak, whose Midas who's, Adin, very struck, strict, very tough, that's also a, 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 a wonderful road. It does not get to the destination on its own. So Yaakov is the first one whose Mida is not to have a particular Mida, but to look at a destination and weigh in how much of the road should I take going there and going there and going there. The word Kedusha has another meaning to it, which is not at all contradictory what I said before, but it has an, another very specific meaning. The word Kedusha, like to be Makdish something, uh, or Hegdish, means designated. It has a purpose on it. So something that's whole is considered as being open. It's, you know, there, there, there are a lot of apples on the table here. And those apples are open. You do whatever you want with it. If I take an apple and I say this is for Hegdish, it gets a designation on it. And it becomes designated for something. It's even a, a woman who is a zona is called the Torah Kedesha because it, the, uh, 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 Kedesha is not someone who happened to have an illicit relation. It's a uh, it's a somebody who is designated a prostitute, so designated for something. The word kadosh is designated for a certain cause, something um, for a certain halach. So the the um, Yaakov Avinu's mida is the mida of looking at the designation, and this is seen to be ex- exactly what the Rambam when he speaks about how a person adjusts his midos speaks about this Dera Hayosher, which is Yaakov Avinu's Mida, and, and therefore the word Kedusha is specifically, um, is specifically applied to Yaakov. It also, it also fits with what we said before, and I want to explain how. We, we said it's as if there are many strata of, of existence in this world. A person can have a very physical existence, an emotional existence, a, a refined existence, and so on. Kedusha, if, if, if the, 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 the pinnacle is an existence that has a Shaykh HaSakadosh Baruch So I need at every step of the way to keep adjusting. If I go sidewards, I end up at this strata. So anytime I get lost in that particular level, I don't go forward. So Yaakov of Venus Mida is Kedusha, and therefore, it is. Um, it goes the, the entire route. It goes. It goes the whole way. So, so Yaakov Avinu's mida is kedusha, and therefore Yosef, because he's attached himself to it, that's why he's he's a a um, he, he's become 
um, that he was able to withstand it. There were one or two more points in what he says over here that 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 this explains it very well. When he picks when he picks a mida of Yaakov's mida in in um, Kedusha, he talks about the chazal that it says that he never had carry. Um, the reason he picks this is all Arias, a person can make the case that the problem lies in the relationship per se. A brother and a sister is not a good relationship. It's a bad relationship for whatever reason. And, and it's, it's the relationship of the two people that's not good. And so on. The Isser of being Motsi Zera Levatola is an Isser that, that is, it, it's really based on the fact that a person needs to designate his taivas towards one thing only. The taiva of Arias was given to people to build a very powerful family, a very deep loyalty to their spouse, and bring children to the world and raise them. So, so if we're trying to pick Yaakov's kedusha in the sense I'm saying about being designated to a purpose, that is what what's what it's about. The um, it's also interesting the way it says in the Chazal over here that do you want to be called um, do you want to be called a roezonos, um, and it brings a pasuk that a roezonos is ma'abed hain. Now. Roazonos in the Torah is not a big iser. It's not a big mitzvah either. Not 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 uh, advocating for it, but it doesn't rank amongst the the, the big iser. Um, Eishesish is a very 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 big iser. Eishesish is is in the is in the Sarsadibris. Um, you can't get a bigger iser than that. So so why did he, why did he tell him? You know what? They're going to call you Roazonos and and so on. And it says, the, the answer is, so, so there's a lot of Torah given, you know, of halachically, did you have a dinah for him or not? There's a lot of interesting people pull them. Not, not, not the point I want to talk about. It's, it's the point is, the, the, the middah of Kedusha sees all of Arias as a straying. Roazonos means that instead of, instead of seeing the 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 the, the zivuk with a wife as being a means to bring a, about a very powerful bond and family, I just I, I I indulge in its pleasure and therefore I basically run around all day horizontally finding women and and indulging my pleasures. I'm not building anything with it. This this is the most powerful example where if it becomes an end to itself. The person gets scattered to all ends of the earth. There's, there's zero built with it. The person just spends his time indulging, and that's it. When it's focused, that's where he goes further. So the Mida, so, so Yosef, when he attaches off the Mida of Yaakov, a lot more than the, than the Iser was, was the Mida. Yaakov, Yosef being his, his primary son, was being told to, to straighten up and to look at what the tachlis is. The, the tachlis is that you take your place among shifti kar, and what you're doing now is just um, is is just wasting your way. You, you've you've lost direction and you're going off to a side. Like uh, you know, every time znus means to stray, to stray, to go off. Not, not you know, 
any any time when you the opposite of destination is straying. Okay, um, the um, I guess we can uh, the the we'll hold it here. Um, the next week, I uh, the next week I'm not going to be here, so we we won't have a shear. And Erev uh, Purim, or Leil Purim, I doubt that that's the uh, time for shear. So I'll uh, put him so Bez Hashem in in the, w- the week after Purim, it's from, we'll, we'll we'll start up again. Okay. Shabbos and a fair looking Purim for everybody. Good Purim. Good Purim. Good Purim. Thank you.